The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. That is a quote by St. Augustine. Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire and empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin from TrinaMartin.com is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. I am your host, Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 69. Before I get into this week's episode, I just want to let you guys know that I am now accepting new clients for my personal development and leadership coaching. I coach on mindset change, empowerment, leadership, and setting goals. I do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and I'll even come out to your business to do training and workshops. So if you are an emerging leader, an entrepreneur, or a business that want to empower your employees, I am the person for you. Also, by being a veteran woman, I am very passionate about working with other veteran women. So if you're a veteran woman in transition, you're a company that does business with a business that is owned by a veteran woman, or you employ veteran women, please reach out to me because I speak the language and I help not only veterans, but everyone gain clarity, confidence, maintain the focus they need and become resilient. And not only will that help you in your business and at your bottom line, that would also help your employees personally. And we all know that if you can't change your life and your mindset personally, you're not going to be any good to a corporation. Now on to this week's episode. The topic of this week's episode is lost but found. My guest this week is Yugita Ridgely. Yugita is an entrepreneur, influencer, solo travel specialist, mindset coach, award-winning international speaker, author, and blogger. She inspires, educates, and brings awareness to women about how important inner self-love and belief is. Hello, Yagita. Welcome to Trina Talk. Hi, Trina. It's lovely to be here and speaking with you and sharing my story. I'm so excited. You know, I am so excited to have you speaking with me. So I, I mean... We've been talking a little bit off air and we have a lot of things in common and I'm so excited for you to share your story with the listeners. So why don't you dive right in and do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So I have a a business called Traveling With Me, Myself and I. And the business uh, part of it is um, I do everything to do with traveling Uh, including all the travel bookings and itineraries and educating people on um, different insights of travel tips. But there is a tiny little catch. It's everything to do with solo traveling. So I am inspiring people to travel solo. And the reason behind that is you are actually traveling with intention And that intention is to create better connection with yourself and better connection with everything that you are here to be doing. Um, Clarity, focus, and also I find with my own experience, the more when I am on the road, I am lost, the more I actually am founded. I know it sounds cliche, but it is really one of those feelings that you have to actually experience to know what I'm actually talking about. And um, everyone that I actually do send on these solo travel trips, they all come back and say to me, oh, I get it, that aha moment. I know what you mean when you say when you're really lost, 
you are really found. Um, so it's like a play of words. You lost in terms of your directions, but you found in terms of your purpose. Um, so that's like the message that I'm trying to um, teach everyone out there and spread as many stories, um, tell my stories to spread as much of this message out there. The other twist on the traveling with me, myself and I is traveling in your own life. So we like I have this play of words where you're traveling through the world and you're traveling through your own life. And the traveling through your own life is is a big picture, is a bigger picture of how we are traveling through our lives, the intention of traveling through our lives. And I find the more we do things with intention, the more we actually find the the happiness, the more we attract the abundance and less stress or, you know, um, anxiety or depression. So that's like my, you know, my whole core business. Wow. That is so interesting and amazing to me because I have traveled the world and mostly all of my trips I have done solo. And I know exactly what you're saying as far as you're lost, but you're found. I find that I actually enjoy traveling solo. At first, when I first started doing it, I was kind of like everyone else. I was scared and wondering what I was going to do. But I have picked up different languages. I have seen cities and immersed myself in cultures. And it's actually very freeing, honestly. Once I get to another country, I... I forget about everything back home and I'm present in that moment. So it's, it's, it's liberating to do the solo trips. And I, I hate it when I come across people who are so, especially women who go, Oh my God, I, I can never do that. How did, how do you travel alone? Oh, I'm, I'm afraid, or I'm waiting for this magical partner to come and sweep me off my feet. What, what was it that made you decide to do <laughs> this kind of business. Yeah, I, I'm glad you asked that. It's actually really funny. I get as, or I get this a lot. People say, oh, it's okay for you to go solo traveling. You don't have kids. Actually, I do have kids. I have two daughters. And so hence, there's no excuses. And then they say, oh, it's okay for you to go solo traveling. You have no husband. Like, no, that's not true. I do have a husband. The, the principle of this is, is that you don't make excuses. The excuses are holding you back from living your true potential. And each one of us are entitled to have some time off, whether it's two days or two weeks or three weeks. It really depends on your lifestyle, how old your kids are, how much you can afford it to be able to just lock that in and that's your time. You deserve to have that time. And a lot of people say to me, oh, isn't that selfish? Like, aren't you being selfish? The difference between self-love and selfish is like the self-love, you really need to have that. And that I find with solo traveling, you find the self-love from inside out. It's not like, you know, you just get a massage or a facial and it's all on the outside and five seconds later you feel exhausted and tired and back to the chaos of your life. Whereas when you do solo traveling, that self-love comes from inside because when you sit in the quiet space in your own company, you tend to be a lot more responsible. Like you said, when you were doing that, you learned different languages and you did meet lots of different people and you, you know, you forget about home and the best thing you said that I totally loved was that you feared it, but you still did it. And that's the principle mm -hmm. in life. You fear it and you still do it. It's not about jumping off the cliff kind of fear. It's about really wanting to do what take, puts that fire in your belly. Like, you know, you, you are excited. You want to wake up next morning because everything you're doing is, is, is on intention. It's on purpose. You really are aligned with it and I find when you sit in the quietness of solo traveling which is normally 90% um, of the time because you know you might make friends you might meet more people for dinner and lunch and whatever else but most of the time you're on your own you start really thinking about what do I like what do I 
don't like? What do I want to do today? Whatever you choose, it's 100% your responsibilities, whether it's a total mess up or a total amazing experience, it's still your responsibilities. And I find, you know, like in my experiences, um, this was the funniest one. When I was actually um, traveling through France, the very first time, I actually didn't really speak French and I didn't understand it either. But the genius in me went like, how hard can it be? It can't be that hard. So I got the ticket from Paris and I was taking this train down to Lyon. The tickets were written in French and I made such a mess of missing my um, train, spending more money to connect to the next train and point uh, sitting in the wrong cabin when I was supposed <laughs> to be in the economy cabin. And at the end of the day, it was something I loved it and I cried it and every, all the emotions you could feel in that moment. I felt it and I, at the end of the day, I just loved it. You know, even though at the time I was so embarrassed, oh my God, I was, what a stupid idiot made this stupid mistake, you know, how can you do that? But then I went like, oh, well, it's my mistake. You no know, one's there to point it out that, you know, normally when you're in a family situation, it's always one sister who knows it all, points it out, you know, <laughs> or, you, or your mom will be like, oh my God, we're going to have to spend more money to get next tickets. It's like, no, it's totally my responsibility. And I'm quite happy to go with the flow. And that's changed me in in my life situation where I just go with the flow. If it's if it's a mistake, learn from it. If it, you know, if it's meant to be, it will just happen how it is supposed to happen. So I, I love that concept of face the fear and do it anyway. And I love it when you say that you, you feared it, like, you know, going to go somewhere in a total different country, you don't speak the language and you just did it anyway. So yeah, I'm super, super happy that you did it. Yes. Yeah. I find that I do that a lot. And like I said, it's, it's just liberating. It's, it's freeing to me because I learned so much. And like you, I've done that as well, where you do something wrong, you end up spending more money than what you planned on spending, or you end up getting detoured from the route that you wanted to take. But at the end of the day, it's all okay. It is. Yes, it is it's, all okay. Wow. So my question for you is, when you help people book these solo trips, are you do they come to you and say they want to go anywhere in the world or do you have specific places that you book to? Yeah. So I have a a system where I actually get to really know them first. So this is where my um, like a mental status of that person comes in play as well. Um, So I have a very detailed interview with the person where I get to know what are the reasons they want to go somewhere what is the intention that have behind that uh, wanting to get away and um, from there I analyze all of their wants and needs and their budget their time and then I put together something that will suit them perfectly so for example um, say if you're a mom you've got two kids under the age of five and your husband's only got four or five days off so you don't want to go too far So I pick a destination that will only take, say, four to five hours to fly, um, somewhere she will um, get pushed out of her comfort zone a little bit. Um, It will have things that she likes doing, say, for example, if she likes surfing or she likes dancing or she likes to do cooking classes. So I pick them to really enhance their whole being. And when they are in that space, they just get to be them. And uh, it makes it a lot more interesting and, and fun for that person to experience that instead of saying, you know, not knowing exactly what that person's all about and giving them an itinerary that will be my perfect holiday, but not hers, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you really, you are doing a custom um package for them, um, so to speak. That's so it's not correct. Yeah. It's not yeah, like it's fair. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. It's very, very personalized. Um, it's personalized from uh, their their whole personality to their wants. And then, being a, a, a mindset coach, I can also read between the lines what they're not saying as well. So when I'm 
putting a package together for them, I'll be going like, honey, you need to be doing this because I think you will benefit from pushing your boundaries a little bit. You know, if she goes, oh, I don't really like going dancing by myself. It's like, oh, yes, you do. You just have forgotten that part of you when, you know, now you're a mom and a wife. Um, Going out dancing um, by yourself is is the most liberating thing I ever do. You know, it's like I don't need to talk to no one, go straight to the dance floor. I don't even buy any drinks. I'm the the worst customer for all these bars (laughs) and clubs. go straight to the dance floor and dance till they kick me out so and that and that's that's like you know going back getting in touch with your inner child going back to being free and you don't really care who's watching because I just like there's no one watching so that's when I when I personalize it 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 brings their inner child out It, it lets them let their hair down and and not worry about you know what's gonna happen because they I have given them all the insights of what to expect, what to not expect. So you kind of like almost prep to go out to, you know, have fun. You know, and I like what you said as far as you really sit down and you get to know that person because what I hear you saying, so let's say I came to you and I said, you know what, I want to take a trip to Hawaii. But once you start interviewing me, maybe you say, you know what, Trina, you don't need to go to Hawaii. You need to go to Bali. Do you do things yeah. like that? Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, some sometimes people come to me and they go, they want to go to a resort where they just want to throw the bags and just stay at the hotel. And I was like, the first question I ask them, do you have a pool at home? And they go, Yep. Okay, then just stay home because you have a resort at home. You don't need to go anywhere. So it's it's like they still want to be in their comfort zone, even though they want to go somewhere. And a lot of solo travelers that I do meet, they're traveling without intention. They're just traveling. And, and that's absolutely fine because you're on holiday. You're not finding who you are. You're not, it's not, I shouldn't say finding who you are because you already are who you are. You just got to really remember what it was like to be you before the society conditioned you, before everybody else told you who you are. So when I actually talk to these people, these girls, I say, well, you know what? I know you want to go to Bali. Bali sounds exciting because, you know, uh, everybody goes there. It's beach, it's cheap and blah, blah, blah. What about New Zealand? It's got Mm. a lot more class. It's got a lot more personality. It's got a lot more, you know, scenery and green and lakes and mountains and beaches and something different so people go oh never thought of that and then when they come back they go oh my god I'm so glad I did that it was amazing so I haven't touched wood haven't had anyone come back and say I did not like it (laughs) so so, yeah so it, it, it does take a lot of time it's not as simple as just going online and booking oh yeah Hawaii sounds nice let's go there mind you I love Hawaii Hawaii is one of my uh beach places to go to but yeah, it's it takes it does take more than just booking. It's it's more about actually getting to know the person, um, and and also sometimes when the person is in this bubble, they don't get to see the perception is clouded because they're acting from a place of fear. Where you know they go, oh, if I stay in a resort, I'll be safe. But if you have all the right information, you'll be safe anywhere. Just like in life, if you if you have all the right information. Like the knowledge, you surround yourself with the right people. You learn as, like learning is a big thing that people stop after university, high school. You know, I say you are supposed to learn every day till the day you die. So the similar concept with life to traveling. If you have all the right tools, you're never going to get into trouble. You're never going to be, you don't have to fear. Things will work out. Everything will be fine. You just have to have that belief. But the belief comes from certainty of knowing exactly how to um, attract the right people, attract the right situations. And that attraction only comes from really knowing what you want. So uh, if you're constantly fearful, you're going to attract more fearful things in life, which is, you know, 
sometimes in some people's cases is very sad because they keep on attracting bad situation after bad situation. And um, so when I teach them how to do it the right way, they get super excited. And then I get super excited seeing them as a different person when they're normally. Um, if sometimes these girls are different people before they even leave. So, you know, that's a bonus of just having that time away on their own. Mm. Yeah, so it's super exciting. So do you book people at places that you have already been or would you book someone somewhere that totally that you have never been before, but you do your research and decide that that's a place for them? Yeah. So it, it depends. Um, I, I would do both. Like I do both on um, depending on the situation. So if, if, for example, I've been to a place, I would definitely recommend if it suited their personality. Um, but also I'm really quite well researched as well and I've been to quite a lot of places if you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, so when I'm recommending something it is through a lot of research and then I have contacted each um, um, like tour companies that I'm gonna send them on or um, I have met the tour companies um, and the hotels and um, you know the the airport they're going to be flying in and out of and so forth so they have a very good knowledge of everything before they're going but I also like to leave element of surprise because I think that's the most exciting part in life everything has to be a, there has to be a little bit of surprise so say for example um, one of the girls um, I sent to Italy I gave her a package that I said open it on this date and it was a cooking class and she she did say to me she hates cooking at home and I thought huh how about we change it so she enjoys it and they, you know normally when when you somebody says I hate cooking there is no way you will actually give them a cooking class <laughs> right. session when they're overseas. It's just stupid, right? <laughs> um, but when she came back, she said to me, oh, my God, I love that cooking class. It was so much fun. And because it was done with like an Italian grandma and ma and daughter, um, it was an amazing um, atmosphere as well. And oh. uh, the whole experience, I think she said nah, uh, four hours, they went out to pick the produce and then uh, make all the produce and then sit down and eat it with a whole group of, I think there was 12 people in that group. And she said to me, she says, now I cook with a different perspective. I'm actually creating instead of just doing a chore. So I loved it. And that's what like I felt after I did my first cooking class because I hated cooking. And I was like always screaming at the kids, why don't you help out? I'm always cooking. I'm not your slave. But now I feel like when I cook, I create. And I create to serve my family people that I love. So um, shift off your perception. Um, and these are the things you are to learn when you travel. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Yukita, let's shift a little bit. So I sure. love to know what people did in their life prior to doing the thing that they love doing that has brought them to this next level in life. So tell us, what did you do in your life before you opened up your business to the traveling with me, myself and I? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's like a very important part of my life that brought me to where I am now. I was in a corporate world. Um, I worked, um, I finished university with um, accounting and economics degree. And then after that, I um, moved from New Zealand to Australia and bought a um, um, holiday um, resort-style business, which was 24-7 because when you own a hotel, you're kind of like on call 24-7. And I decided with uh, the youngest kids still at the age of under two that I will actually run it myself as well because I'm that superwoman. And I got to a place where I was totally burnt out. Um, And that burnt out was a couple of reasons. It was, um, you know, I I had way too much on my plate. I didn't really like asking for help. Asking for help was for people who were losers. And I wasn't one of them, you know, things you tell yourself when you're that naive. Um, And I also um, thought 
having a corporate image was what I was born to do. Like, you know, I, I am somebody important because I am a corporate something. Um, then it was like, no, my soul is very quietly dying inside this whole mask of being who I'm not. And that's where the authentic me was dying to get out. I needed to do something else and I couldn't carry on doing that. So I, I, ha I am in the process at the moment of writing this book about my whole story from, from my corporate world to my now business and everything in between that um, has um, woken me up to um, wanting to live my purpose, let my soul grow to what it's supposed to learn and evolve in this life because I think the biggest thing uh, or the biggest fear I had was that I'm going to get to my deathbed with so many regrets that I wish I did this. I was so much more capable of doing things better and bigger and I settled. So uh, that fear, I channeled it into this whole thing of, okay, you're, you're now my gift. So I need to use this as the energy that drives me to make this change. And after I sold that hotel business, I started this traveling business and I have never looked back. Yes, money is not the same. I haven't got money rolling out my ears, but I just don't really care. Honestly, I sometimes like don't pay bills and I still don't care. Some, I, I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes think maybe someone might come and turn the electricity off. <laughs> I won't have any power. But it's, it used to scare me before. It doesn't anymore. Because, like, I get one email from one soul saying, what you're doing has changed me or helped me. And that's, like, worth billion dollars. And that kind of fuels me and puts that fire in my belly to keep going. So, yeah, I, I honestly love the journey that I've been through at the beginning I thought oh my god I'm cursed but now I know why I had to go through all that to come out this end and have better you know different perspective in life yeah wow isn't that amazing how when you find yourself is it's everything the money doesn't matter because you're doing what you love and like you said when someone comes back and say how you've impacted them that is such gratification. It is, absolutely. There's, there's just no words to describe the feeling. Sometimes I'll have shakes just reading that email. Sometimes I'll have tears just reading that email. And um, like yesterday, I did a video on uh, mental health because I'm passionate about mental health. Um, and all I asked everyone to do is stop and ask, how am I today? And I got hundreds of emails from people saying, when they watch their video and they ask themselves, how am I today? They actually had tears in their eyes answering that question because they hadn't stopped to breathe and ask that question. Um, and so, yeah, it, it just is very gratifying. Like you said, it, there's, there's, no, uh, there's no replacement. Money can't replace that. Wow, that's very powerful. Um, share with us, what else do you do in, in your business? Do you do, I think you said you were a coach and then I see you do retreats. Tell us about some of the other things yeah. you do. Okay, so um, my business has got two elements. One is everything to do with traveling and the other one is everything to do with mindset. And they're combined together. I have this um, saying, solo travel to self-discovery. And that combination together is your mindset. If you have got the right mindset and you're traveling your life and you're and through the world um, with intention, you are creating what you are born here to do. You create, you living your dream. So I'm teaching people how to let go of their fear, uh, let go of their limitations, and um, let go of their. Um, um, conditioning because all of us have had this conditioning or self-limiting uh, beliefs that we grew up with and uh, when we get to a certain point we just do them without even thinking so the um, second part of my business is coaching so coaching is done through uh, workshops and retreats and 
in that process of coaching, they all kind of like start opening up to different opportunities, different ideas, and and a bit more open-minded and open-hearted. So they're letting more into their lives instead of res- resisting everything that happens. Like, the, you know, the greatness might be happening just around you, but because you have got tunnel vision, you're just walking right past it and uh, you're missing out on the opportunities. So I, I love it when people um, come together at these retreats. I've got one coming up on the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of November, which is on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. It's an amazing little place. Um, you're on the beach. The beach is literally empty, so it's all yours. <laughs> Even though there's so many people in Australia, that beach is absolutely beautiful and it's just yours. So we're going to be sharing all our aha moments and having um, amazing connection with ourselves and with people that will be there. And, um, yeah, so that's one of the um, elements. And um, the big element of everything else also I do is I'm just about to publish this book, which I want to um, travel around the world and um, spread the message. So I want to do some public speaking um, at different events, um, empowering woman in you know in in that sense but the message is all about really having that um, space and time to find the authentic you wow i love it your message just so aligns with my message and i would love to work with you on uh, you know some kind of future venture because it's just so exciting to me i just get so excited when i find like-minded people I know I've got goosebumps right now and when I first saw you on social media and I went like oh my god who is this girl she is awesome I have to meet her and uh, yeah I honestly love what you do and that's like like you said I would love to if we can join forces in little space or big space doesn't matter what and because each one of us have got different learnings and life experiences and we can complement and lift each other and help more people. Absolutely. 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 So we're going to shift gears and we're going to go into the questions. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So question number one, who or what motivates you? Okay. So I have a couple of people that motivate me. Uh, the biggest influence in my life has been Mahatma Gandhi. Now, he, even though he's not alive anymore, he has been a huge influence in terms of how I live my life. The other person that has been a life changer for me has been Richard Benson. The reason I connected with his being and his whole journey is the fact that I also have dyslexia. Um, and most of my life before I found out about Richard Benson shares the same um, gift. I used to call it a problem or a weakness, but now it's a gift that I have got me to stop making myself the victim of the world. I used to think, oh my God, why can't I think like normal people? Why can't I do normal things like I couldn't spell to save myself right through high school, right through primary school as well. So I was very, very, um, um, how, how do I describe it? Like, like tightly cocooned into this little space where, no, I didn't want anybody to see me because I defined myself as someone who's really stupid and, you know, I, I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. So I didn't want anybody to see me because if they saw me, they will laugh at me. They will reject me. They won't love me. Um, so yeah, Richard Benson, I literally shifted that for me. And I went like, if, if this amazing man, one of the richest men, one of the creative men has got no shame in telling the world that he has this gift. Why am I worried about it? Why am I so scared about it? Why am I defining myself as my weakness, not my gift? So, yeah, so he's one of the big influence. And the other person um, that I really looked up to and um, and I still do is my mom. Uh, my, mom has, uh, a, my mom has dementia now, but she has been that power woman that 
everything is possible. And I think she's the reason why I pushed through and survived everything, um, given all my, you know, um, my situation that, you know, I was quietly struggling inside this big, huge cocoon that I was hiding behind. But now I see uh, everything that she did, how she encouraged me, empowered me, kept on um, emphasizing on all my greatness instead of my weakness, um, which was um, something that I'm forever grateful that she did that. Okay. What demotivates you? What demotivates me is toxic people. Toxic people that are always, the glass is half empty all the time. And um, they, for some reason, seem to think they know it all. And I find that if I surround myself with people like that, it demotivates me. Um, So I normally have this principle that when I do meet people like this, I am to try and help them. If they do not need my help, I am to, tr- to walk away. And it, it has taken me a long time to, to come to this because I used to be people pleaser and try and please everybody, you know. Even though they drain the life out of you, you just keep on trying to please them. So now I, I have to say I'm so happy that I have created this space where everybody in my life is very uplifting, energizing, and supportive of what I believe in, what I stand for, and, um, you know, vice versa, yeah. Okay. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked for your good? Um, I think it is, this is a great question. I love this question because everything in life that happens normally sadness it's it's always there there is a greatness after that um i i have had a lot of setbacks where i had to really push in and go i need to find more strength from this sadness or i need to learn my lesson from this sadness so one of the situations i think the most current one would be um right now we have had what month are we in October? So my husband hasn't been well and uh, it has been like almost 10 months now and the doctors still haven't figured out what is actually wrong with him. And so he hasn't worked for 10 months almost. And this sadness of not knowing what's wrong with him, um, when, when I say what's wrong with him, he actually is really unwell, like he can't walk and, you know, the doctors are trying to figure out, is it cancer? Is it this? Is it that? They still have got one million more um, tests to do, which is quite sad, but that's what they're doing right now. So the, the, the reason I am actually seeing this sadness as something that is, is, is greatness at the same time is it's given him this space to sit and actually rethink what life should be and what he wants from life which has also, on the other hand, encouraged me to not take life so lightly because it, today could be your last day, so to speak. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where we do take everything for granted um, and we do take tomorrow for granted, but there is no such thing. So I think this has made me now take a lot more action like, doesn't matter what it is I'm taking a lot more action and I'm attracting the right kind of people um, and I'm meeting the right kind of people and right kind of support so it has channeled into that that space where even though the you know the health is not that great for him and hence you know I'm super worried and sometimes stressed now I'm kind of like Lent to stop worrying and stressing and have more belief and faith that anything that comes out of this is going to be nothing but greatness. Mm. What is your fear? Um, my fear used to be dying uh, without living my life to um, what I'm capable of. Uh, at the moment, I do have this tiny, it's, it's not a fear, so to speak. 
it's um it's more like i'm working to make sure that it is not my fear anymore it's like my both of my daughters that you know that they are in a space in the world that they are living uh, with so much certainty and so much love for themselves that the outside world can't shake them and break them uh, like it did with me so i want to live my life as as a story that they can see and hear and 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 be empowered by it um it it used to be my fear that i'm going to be destroying their lives because of all my fears um so yeah so right now it's a working progress where if i can set an example for not just it is definitely for my two daughters but not just them but any new generation coming up that your life you created it's not like everything i am right now it's not my mom's fault it's not because she was so great it is all because of me it's not my teacher's fault or not because my teacher was so great it's all because of me do you know what i mean you take total responsibility of who you are um so this is what my book is all about as well so i have literally taken all these actions to make sure that this fear is taken away in in pretty much anybody anybody who is in who was or who is in the same situation as as i felt i was in okay. is there a time that you wish you had done something that you didn't uh yes um actually quite a lot of times um when i was growing up um quite a lot of opportunities came my way um opportunities like acting uh, opportunities like public speaking uh, opportunities like modeling you know all those things that i loved to do i wanted to do them but i was never good enough and i kept on telling myself i am not good enough i sabotaged them on purpose and uh, i was not good enough i would get rejected i would get laughed at all of these came from the fact that i have dyslexia and when i was at school the teachers pointed it out that i was not good enough the kids laughed at me because i wasn't good enough so it kind of set in and it just stayed there it was not going to go away till i took control of it and shifted that and changed that um so yeah there were lots lots of opportunities that i missed out on <laughs> but now i see why it, it it i have and i you know like why i did and now i have let my lesson um you know everything now my now thing is say yes to any opportunity that comes along and then figure out how you're going to do it um so yeah so big shift totally different person <laughs> okay now here's the opposite is mm-hmm. there a time when you wish you had not done something ah uh, yes yes there there is um when i bought my hotel business i bought it um from the place where it was ego also fear i wish i didn't do that um i think driven by fame money um ego fear all that just literally destroys your whole being and by doing that i actually now have got this this um thing that i'm trying to undo because in the process of doing that i taught my daughters to do that because they were watching me do that and that's how children learn like we learn it like that you know we learn from our parents watching them what they do and then we do it subconsciously we do the same thing so i do have that regret that when i was doing that i was like you know motivated with with this corporate image and corporate power and so forth and so the whole thing after that business with my current business now is literally undoing 
and reprogramming my children as well. My Both of my daughters, I want to show them that you don't have to do all that. You don't have to be all that. Mom made a mistake and it, it, it doesn't serve you. And what I'm doing now is, is going to serve you. And that's why this is very important to me, what I'm doing now. This is not a business to make money. This is a business to change people's lives. And I'm very, very, it's, it's very personal to me, if you know what I mean. Okay. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is having the abundance of health, freedom, and the love of love and connection with yourself and with your loved ones. And also going to bed with a big smile on your face that everything you've done, you have no regrets all day long. And then waking up with the you know, big fire in your belly that I am so excited to serve whoever needs me today. doesn't matter if they have money to pay my, my fees or not. I'm constantly helping people. They can't pay me. I still just go, here's a free ticket. And people say to me, don't do that. That's not how you run business but I am running a different business. Um, my business is to actually help. And I totally believe in this, that if I keep helping somehow, somewhere, I will have this come back to me in enough terms that will pay all my bills and keep my family happy. Mm-hmm. So that's my definition of success. How do you recharge? I recharge in lots of different ways, actually, because I am pro at being alone. <laughs> I love going to movies. Movies is my uh, me thing. Um, and I always go alone with a big bucket of popcorn and every sugar you can find. Um, and I love doing walk on the beach, barefooted, just stand between your toes, fresh air in your face and, you know, sun in your um, it just re-energizes in a, in a different sense. And I also like to um, travel. So, you know, with, with traveling, it, I find it re-energizing because you kind of like anticipating. I love the journey. A lot of people look forward to the destination, which is amazing. But I love the journey, everything that you kind of go through to get there similar concept in life as well you know you love the journey because the destination in life is death really um so i re-energize in lots of different ways but my favorite favorite is movies especially when it's something that normally the movie i pick on the day that is what i'm looking for the answers i'm looking for or the inspiration i'm looking for or ideas or advice or something like that it some, somehow just falls into my lap that would be the thing okay what are you awesome at i think i am awesome at reading people i normally i have this gift i think because of the fact that my soul has learned so much from other experiences that at this stage in my life If you say everything you want me to hear, I'll tell you what you want to say. I have that gift and I'm very, very grateful for that. Okay. What legacy do you want to leave? I want to leave um, for every woman that that to have self-love, it has to come from inside. It, it's within you. It's not from outside. So the legacy I'm going to leave behind is find your authentic you, own it, and live it, and be proud of it. Okay. And I think you just did it, but what's one motivational takeaway that you want to leave the listeners with? Motivational takeaway is doesn't matter how scared you are, how fearful you are of things like you won't fit in, you'll be laughed at, you'll be judged, you'll be criticized. Know this. Every one of us have feared that at some point in our lives. 
and you have all the strength within you to push past this fear, break through this um, excuses and walls that this fear has created for you and just be awesome you. That would be like the ultimate happiness, the ultimate gift you can give yourself is the true vision of you. And that true vision doesn't exist if you are living in fear, if you are hiding behind walls and you're putting on masks to fit in. It doesn't exist then. So I want to leave the uh, listeners with this. I really believe in it. I am literally the walking, living uh, example of that. And um, if I can do it, I think you can too. Okay, Yugita, tell the listeners how they can contact you and where they can find you. So I have a website, um, travelingwithmemyselfandi.com. Now, traveling with is spelt with only one L. So traveling is spelt with one L, travelingwithmemyselfandi.com. And all my contact details, phone, social media is on that uh, website. And I also am going to be doing a um, um, road trip or, you know, traveling around different countries with my book next year and hosting a couple of different retreats different, in different parts of the world. Um, so you can definitely get that information on my website as well. And um, I might be coming to see Trina. Who knows? Oh, please <laughs> so, do. Yeah. So we can definitely get together and do something where people can come and contact us and meet us and so forth. Great. Well, Yugita, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on Trina Talk today. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to share my message and share my story. And it's always a pleasure to be talking to like-minded and like-hearted people like yourself. And I am so grateful for this opportunity. Thank you so much. Oh, take care. If you like Trina Talk, please don't forget to go out to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.